doctor. Hey, how are you? I am blessed, not stressed. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> so real quick, I just want to let the Black Sheep Believers know that today, I know it's been a while, but I am having a special guest in honor of March. March is Women's History Month. So what I kind of wanted to get into were some women issues. Now, a lot of us are single females and we are out here trying to play this dating game, right? So I invited a guest that I met on a dating platform and I really wanted her to relay her struggles, her issues. You know, honestly, we kicked it and we had a great conversation. And, you know, I wanted to have her jump on here and just kind of <laughs> go over some of the pros, some of the cons, the frustrations um, to dating, right? So without further ado, I introduce you to Dr. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> But okay. seriously, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let my listeners know who you are. And I would honestly want to know, how did you come up with the name Dr. Uh-oh? <laughs> um, well, I am just a regular, regular girl. Um, I'm a medical student um, slash part-time model. Um, and I came up with the name Dr. Uh-oh because it's actually a play on my last name. Yeah. Oh, nice. Kind of yes. like I am Belle Fit. You know, for me, my last name is Bell, and I just thought it kind of, you know, it was easy. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I I'm thought Belle, just, I like fitness. Yes, and I thought it would just be something that you know just fit in. But Tinder is a Tinder is a wild jungle out there, to say the least. I think. <laughs> I think in like whatever way you're looking for, if you are bi, straight, or trans, like there are definitely some treasures among, you know, all of all of the jungle out there. And I'm definitely glad to have connected with you because I really do believe in energies. And I absolutely just like, just from the first get-go, you know, it's just like, this is a dope person. I, I freaking love that. Thank you so much. Because I never really know what... Um how my energy is perceived by other people you know i feel like i can be a bit much i know i'm a big personality but um i like to keep it real you know so <laughs> so you and i had a great conversation to start off we talked about you know some issues we've dealt with as far as you know people and narcissists and you know just kind of linking up with um adverse energies I guess you could say yeah yeah and absolutely I am a huge fan number one you are so freaking inspirational for those of you that are on Instagram definitely follow her page doctor is it underscore uh oh yes yes exactly because she has some awesome photos you know i've been a fan of modeling for quite some time i am definitely not no model but i like to take selfies so <laughs> so one of the things that really inspired me was just looking at your photos and how you model um and i know just because of how fine you are because i'm keeping it real 
that you <laughs> attract so many people. Tell me, how do you like navigate through your Tinder? Like, how do you navigate through your DMs? How can you tell if this is somebody that you want to connect with? What are some of the, the issues, the nonsense that you deal with? Because your stories are off the chain. Like, <laughs> they, they are. I did start a certain segment of just the absolute wild stuff that people send me online. And it is baffling. Like, even for me, like, I know that they, the, like, the anonymity factor of Tinder emboldens people to act, you know, just with, with no regard. But even for me, I'm just like, oh, who raised y'all? But, um, I guess the way that I navigate it is that I look at it like it's an interview. No matter what, there is a real person, you know, behind this account. So I always look at it like, how would they approach an employer? Because to some degree, you know, you bring your best face forward. This is somebody that you're potentially trying to get intimate with, you know? So there should be like um, a caliber of respect of just introduction. So I look at it like that, um, you know, just a normal greeting a hello how are you before anything like explicitly graphic and I think I absolutely read bios because I think that the same level of effort that you take into putting something ridiculous in your bio is the same level of effort that you could have taken to put something interesting or something you know about you to showcase you as a person so i look at pictures but i honestly look at bio more so because i really believe it is not what you do but it is how you do it you know Totally. And that's with anything in life. You know, I feel like we all have a certain finesse or grace that we bring to the table. And, um, you know, a first impression is a lasting impression. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. you can't redo a first impression. So, okay. So what is like some of the worst intros that you've experienced. Now, I've seen some crazy stuff already <laughs> on your stories, so please do share with my listeners. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people just go straight into it, like, like not even a hey. Sometimes there's just a you know DTF, and I'm just like, like y'all, like you're not afraid of STDs, and like I also understand that maybe for a man in this world, they don't understand the way it is to navigate dating and Tinder as a woman, but no matter what, you this is a complete stranger you don't know what you're walking into and you always hear about you know those cautionary tales on the news so i always look at it like if somebody doesn't understand my initial apprehension or my initial questioning then you are not really interested in that or you don't have a level of regard for you as for another human being especially a woman because you should understand that you are an absolute stranger i would like to know you before i meet up with you i would like for you to tell me who you are in your own words because there are absolute people who they will just pull they'll just put nonsense in their bio or i have actually had some people that were men pretending to be women and i think that they what? understand that this like lowers a woman's um you know like her her guard 
And so I I realized that because there is a certain way that, you know, women talk to each other versus men. And at some point I was just like, you're not a woman, are you? (laughs) You I was like, no woman would speak to another woman like this. What were the telltale signs? Like I... (laughs) Women in general, when they speak to each other, they are much more respectful they will ask how your day is how you're doing versus question of like um because i don't put distance in mine i don't put distance in my tinder because i do that on purpose because i feel like if you really want to know me um you will overlook that factor and you will try to question me because if it's just an initial distance um i mean of course this doesn't go for everybody but if it's just an initial distance you'll be like okay well this person is in my vicinity so it's worth it to even get to try to know them but i'm interested in you getting to know me regardless of my distance so and you know what i'm just gonna put this out there like you fooled me on that because i was like <laughs> what i wish she, i thought she was so much closer but she's so dope there's no way that i'm going to not you know engage with this person this i mean honestly I get kind of discouraged when I go on there because I feel like the people on there are so freaking shallow, you know, and yes, you know, there and is I know a lot that of that. <laughs> and, you know, I'm approaching 40. So some of my values have definitely changed. You know, I have hooked up enough in my 20s, you know, to know that I'm kind of over just that. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, you know, when you grow, certain things change about you. You want something different, you know? Like, so, I don't know. (laughs) There was something that Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, there was something that you said to me and I've been like ruminating over it. And you said that like you fed, you know, your ego um, when you were younger and now that, you know, you're seeking something else in life. And I thought about that so much and I realized that that was exactly like what resonated within me when you're I do believe there's a time and place for everything in life so a lot of what you'll see on tinder is people in their 20s who were just dtf and I get it you know you do you but I do recognize that people in their 30s and up are definitely seeking more of a substantial connection because that's where they are in their life you know there's at some point you know real life happens and real tragedy and you just want somebody to share the ups and the downs with you so it really does it it really like age does matter on tinder um in regards to what people look for yeah like i noticed with younger with the like you said with the 20s you know a lot of them are just eager to hook up or whatever and it's just like for me i i don't necessarily stay on the um the apps that long because i just get so disappointed when (laughs) i just you know when i just discover like dude is that really all you want like come on like i'm trying to actually have a dope connection i want to know who you are i want to know your fears i want to know your goals i want to know if we're compatible if you can ride for me and i can ride for you and you know hooking up there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're looking for but i just i find it just exhausting because for me when i hook up with someone it's like i'm exerting 
lots of time, lots of energy, lots of money. And it's like, <laughs> I feel like when you just hook up with somebody, you are, you are sharing the most sacred part of yourself. And a lot of the times that exposes you to the wrong types of energy, man. Yes. I can't even tell you how many times I hooked up with somebody and I thought this, yo, this chick is awesome. It's going to be, you know, all good. And this person was a hot mess. Like that. I mean, and I feel like it leaves a residual on you. I mean, I know different people have different beliefs. When I was younger, I really- ties are serious. Soul ties are real. I really used to not believe in that stuff. You know, when I was 19, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, it's like, that's just something. But then you, you like intertwine the threads of your life with somebody. And of course, if there's lingering things like emotions or, you know, health, health related issues or, you know, or a pregnancy, like, like, I think I saw something one time and somebody was like, older people know that sex is a very powerful thing. I mean, after sex, people become emotionally invested. Like what would make a normal person, you know, become so invested that they become angry or that they become, you know, um, or they become depressed. Like these things happen after sex. Like because it's it's so much more, it's so much more than a physical, um, you know, it's, it's also a spiritual practice like you are engaging in a spiritual practice with someone there's a lot more that's shared between people than just the body you know so like you said that spiritual debris that residue it'll sit on me whether it's your toxicity whether it's your mental health issues whether it's your own demons you know what i'm saying like we are having a transfer of energy and it's like you do that to the wrong person you can provoke some stuff you know whether you trigger them or they trigger you and even even the chemical um the chemical oxytocin right it's why we we have sex and we're basically drunk off of that person it was the that momentary connection that temporary you know intertwinement that we had with them because it was a soul activity you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I am, I'm not afraid to have sex, but yo, I am definitely mindful because I don't know what she got. <laughs> Absolutely. I am much more mindful of who I merge my mind with, my body with, and just my entire life with. Like, that is not something I understood when I was younger. But then when it goes left, you understand why people preach so hard about having more discernment with who you enter into your body and your life yeah man like it's it's a um it's a metaphysical contract and it's like i always ask myself like dude is this is this person is is are they going to consume me like is this going to be an interaction that puts me in a state where i can't really function because they're taking up so much of my mental capacity my emotional energy and and here's the thing you know (laughs) that to be physically tired you can recover from that but when you are emotionally drained yes because i'm telling you (laughs) 
Yes, because your thoughts, they center on them. You'll be at work and, you know, you'll be constantly thinking about this person. When am I going to see this person? What are they doing? And it's, it's not just you anymore. You know, you were, you were doing what you were doing. You had your goals. And then now you think about this person and what they're doing. And, and it's not just you anymore. Yeah. And it's like, so is this person, I mean, they have to be, they have to be more than a hookup. I don't care how fine, I don't care how educated, this person has to be a contributor to me. So it's like, I look at Tinder like I am qualifying someone. Like this yes. is a qualification period. This is an interview. <laughs> right, man. So, here, so here's my thing. I have seen some nonsense in your stories. How do you respond to these people i mean when they are when they come off and right away you can tell your intuition and their conversation tells you like if it's a yes or a no when you can tell that this is not someone that you want to associate with do you kind of check them when they come at you sideways like you know that's not appropriate or do you just end the conversation and you never talk to them again like you just okay that person blocked done <laughs> you know i'm i'm conflicted on this myself because like my personal life motto is you know you don't feed into nonsense but like over time in different situations i'm like no no no. like sometimes some people do deserve a checking you know so i'm kind of torn on it especially when somebody i did not know there was such a fetish for black people or for darker colored skin this was a yeah. big shock to me i'm like yo we are normal we've been around since forever so i think especially when it comes to people commenting on my skin i do i do reply and i'm just like mm, you know like I, I do say something to the i also one thing that i really do is that i do not unmatch people if they're disrespectful because they always want a follow-up answer so i will check them and then i'll just let them respond to me and respond to me and that draws a lot of frustration in people i've noticed because people want a response from you whether it's negative or positive but if you don't feed that into them so i will either stay absolutely silent or i will say something to the effect of like mm, you know what like no thanks take care you need manners who raised you something to that and then i'll just stay silent and then i'll see the message after message after message and i'm like okay you got the point that sort of behavior does not deserve a, 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 like it doesn't deserve a decent response and so this is my response silence <laughs> i freaking love it so see i just get this is the thing about me like i just get so frustrated i don't even go on there like if somebody says something and it really rubs me the wrong way i'm just I can't. So I won't even be on Tinder for like weeks. I'd be like, you know what? My brain has to recover from that interaction <laughs> because it was... <laughs> I, I get that. Like I took a break from Tinder for some years. And when I went back this year, I noticed there's this new thing that people do. And it's um, E&M, which is short for ethically non-monogamous. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is something that is new. I didn't see this back in like 2018. So now, I mean, I, hey, everybody do your own thing. But I do believe in consent. I do believe that all parties need to be aware. But when I see ENM, I'm just like, you know, I don't even want to decipher that. Like if you're married and your partner doesn't know or, you know, I, I just I'm stay so away happy. from that entirely. 
I'm so happy you brought that up because when I got on Tinder and um, I actually just created another profile during the pandemic because I was bored. So when I got back on there and I saw that, I didn't know what that acronym meant. But, you know, it was confusing for me because I don't, you know, there are so, there's so many different, um, caliber of people in the LGBT community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we have the transgender and then we have people that, um, they identify themselves, um, differently. So there's so many definitions in just the LGBT community. You know what I'm saying? So then when right. they threw when they threw that in there, I was like, wait. <laughs> so now you just can't be with one person. I understand you call you consider yourself, you know, asexual, bisexual, whatever the case may be, but it's like, wait. So now you're saying that either you're in a relationship or you're in this type of situation where you just date whoever you want, but you do have a main partner. Like, I don't understand yeah. that. I, I don't so, understand that at all. <laughs> yes. And I know that you've experienced this as a woman. So many people. Another thing that Tinder opened my eyes up to, I did not know that so many people were seeking a third party. And like, they Dude. call it like a unicorn, you know? And like, this is, this is, um, this is people who are in, you know, like a homosexual relationship or, or a, like a heterosexual relationship, but they're always seeking like, you know, because I'm a woman, they're, they're seeking like a woman for a third partner and they'll trick you. Like girls will trick you with this. They'll put like three pictures of themselves and then they'll put a picture of them and their partner in it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So I was swiping on you, but then I see that you're actually in a whole relationship and then you're just, you know, you, you won't put it directly, you, you know, like you'll let me know later on after some conversation. And I'm just like, like, this is a little bit tricky of you, you know? Yeah. Like I got, and for me, I don't understand that because it's like, wait, you're saying that you're ethically, which I just, okay, that's a whole nother podcast ethically non-monogamous okay (laughs) whatever but (laughs) but it's like you're you're saying that at the same time you are deceiving me into thinking that we are having a one-on-one potential coupling you know what i'm saying so i don't i'm like wait you kind of came at me sideways and when you do that I don't trust you at all. You will have nothing to do with me just because how you came in like a freaking serpent. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, it, it's it's I, an interview and, you know, there's you need to be upfront from the get-go. And then, you know, if I'm speaking with you and I'm getting to know you and then you casually mention that you have a partner, I'm like, girl, you could have told me this from the beginning. You know, and my thing is, I didn't understand because I have been hit up by so many people that wanted a third. And I'm like, why do I... 
do I have that written on my forehead? I want to be in a threesome with you and your husband. Like, I don't understand, you know, like, like, what am I admitting? You know, that's making you think. Yeah, I'm like, yo, is it tattooed on my body somewhere that I don't see? Because these people are coming at me like, oh, we'd like you to be a part of our. No, I don't want to be a part of your anything because you already have something going on and you are requesting this of me in the time of pandemic. <laughs> that just triggered my OCD to a whole nother level. Like, I don't think you know how meticulous I am so... about where I lay my head or anything else. You know what I'm saying? That is so true. I mean, in addition to everything, you know, the normal sexual health, you, there it is a time of pandemic and people's like, <laughs> people were, will wear masks, but not condoms. And I'm like, y'all blow me away with I'm this. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't trust anyone that says they're ethically non-monogamous. You, not with me. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, like you are willing to lay down with a complete stranger. And I'm just like, people's, I don't know. It, it, I can't, especially, you know, from a healthcare perspective, like yes. I, I literally know too much, but I, I just can. And I'm just like, and the fact that you are okay with it, it also makes me look at you sideways too. Because here's the thing, and I used to teach, um, I used to teach sexual education to persons with disabilities. And believe it or not, I really was, wasn't familiar with a lot of what goes on in just normal heterosexual relationships, you know? So I had to have an expert talk to me about certain things. And I was like, whoa, this is mind blowing. How does anyone even get pregnant? Because I think I would, I would have someone, if I was a straight woman, you'd have to wear two condoms for me, honey, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Especially well, with so everything much. going on. And there's so much going on and it's like, you know, just the transfer. So now we're, we're not just talking about soul ties. We're talking about who you were with, who they were with, and who they were with. Like, this is a long line of I don't knows, okay? So it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's literally multiplied because when you were, you know, from a biological standpoint, when you're with that person, whoever that they've been with, whatever, you know, that they have gotten from somebody else or, or you know, it's just, there is biological, you know, things that are transmitted. So from a health perspective, I remember there was somebody who immediately wanted to hook up and I was just like, you're not afraid of STDs. And then they were like, yeah, they're like, you know what? M maybe I should think about that. I'm like, I don't understand how in this day and age, how that's not something that is more of a concern to you. Like, honestly. But you know what, when they tell me things like that, I keep it on the forefront of my thought process because it's like, okay, you are reckless with your body or you don't have the same type of, um, how do I put this? Like your regard for your body, yeah. for your health, for your mental health as well. So it's like when they bring up stuff like that, I'm like, oh, so you just you don't give a crap about your body. This is just a rec, a rec center for you. No, I have I am just grateful to still be here because, like I said, in my 20s, I was that person who <laughs> did not care, you know, and Same. and, you know, whether you and I'm just keeping it real because in my 20s, glory to God. He literally sustained my life because I was an alcoholic. Like from Thursday to Sunday, I would be lit. I would be blackout lit. You know what I'm saying? 
So I, it's I like, really, really do. And I realized that when I was living that sort of life, I look back on it now. I'm like, you had no regard for your own health. You had, you didn't have a level of self-love and self-respect. And when I see somebody doing that, I just think, I mean, I understand different people walk in different ways of life, but I always do have an underlying belief that if you respect yourself and you love yourself, then you will treat your body and who you lay down with with respect and that will also transfer to the way you treat others yeah and you will you will have a certain standard about yourself you yes. know like because your body is it's so much more than just a temple that we take selfies with you know <laughs> like it's going to carry you throughout your entire life so you have to have regard for that and when i see people who are sloppy with their body you know it's like okay well that's you know, no disrespect, but that that type of person, they're just not for me. Because if I'm trying to be real clean over here, you know what I'm saying? If I'm trying to be in mint condition, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to nourish my health. I want to nourish and feed my mind, my spirit. If I want everything to be in the highest caliber possible, I could not be with somebody who had no regard for themselves. It's unattractive. And it would lower my vibration. And that's not the way I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that person is not at the point in their journey where they've recognized that. And I do wish them well, you know, but also I feel one thing that I realized when I was very unhealthy, you know, in several ways, definitely mentally unhealthy. I did realize that the people who said no to me, I always appreciate them because they were like, you can do what you want, but I'm not doing this with you. So even if I didn't have boundaries myself, they told taught me through their own actions that this is not okay and I'm not with you on this and, and and I did learn from that you know you can teach people through several ways but you can also teach them by having your own standards and if I'm not going to accompany you on whatever you know endeavor you're doing you can understand that there are some boundaries for people and that maybe you should reflect upon yours because other people are not about to go down with you on that route. Totally. You know, and, that, and that's just, that's an act of self-love and, and self-love is an instructor all by itself. Yes. You know, like if I love myself because I believe that I am a person of value and a person of quality, you know, hopefully how I treat myself will inspire you to not only have discernment in who you are as a person, but for you to love and honor yourself. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Right. And, um, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And intimacy is a beautiful thing. But I just don't think we should be so eager to be reckless with the wrong types of people, you know. Um, so with that, with that said, how do you know, or what's the time frame that you give yourself to feel comfortable with somebody where you say, you know what, I've talked to them enough. I'm actually now ready to meet them. Like what, what's too soon? What's, what's just right? I've noticed for myself, um, I think it kind of more so goes on how I connect with the person. Like, I definitely know with you, I connected immediately. So I definitely felt comfortable. Like, I know this person understands the same or has like, you know, 
has journeyed on the on a similar path to mine so i understand we connect like you know just immensely i understand that this person has been through some spiritual things so you know for for that it, you know it's like there's no problem but for other people um not every, you know there's different ways that people connect so i think it goes more so like that for and for other people i would you know like to do the whole formal thing like hey let's meet in public let's get to know each other you know i don't necessarily want to go with you on an adventure i'd like to just keep it you know formal so i think it, it just depends i mean you know this classic phrase but i guess it just depends on how you vibe with somebody yeah, yeah. you know I, i honestly um i can't even remember the last person i've met on tinder have you ever met anyone and it was just a disaster like you know the second you you met them you realize yo this person is not who I thought they were and I need to get out of here. <laughs> Death, I mean that there's more of those those tragedies than there are the good stories but I think definitely when somebody comments on my body versus me, you know, when they say like oh you have a great body versus you know you look beautiful, I can already tell where your mind frame is and so I kind of already put that person into like a certain category of like we don't necessarily like i don't i don't think that we're on the same plane because i mean of course i understand you know like we all work hard for our bodies and you know it is it is our it's something that is a representative of our mental and physical health where we are but i don't know i mean congr- like congratulating somebody on their body versus um I don't know. It just gives a different frame of what you're looking at and I feel like you're looking at my exterior versus looking at me, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, you know, I kind of get that a lot too, but I don't know. I feel like it's because I am somewhat a fitness person. So, yeah. I I appreciate that, you know, but at the end of the day, I really pay attention to what they say about me as an entity like i want to know what your thoughts are about the depth of who i am now we don't got to be super deep on here you know what i'm saying but i pay attention i i listen to the words that are coming out of their mouth because i want to know is this just somebody that they they like the physicality you know because if that's all you want you can get that from anybody you know right i think t- to like social media dating it allows people to definitely objectify them in ways they would not you can directly just look at somebody like you're shopping like okay this person's profile looks good this is what they do and you take them as a whole product versus a person right right so so one last question <laughs> okay what do you like how do you determine what photos you put on your profile and how often do you switch them out you know i want to know do do i need to be switching out my photos more or is it cool if i just post what i post and let it ride for a few years <laughs> we we actually had a discussion about this but i said that i mean uh, i used i sound like one of those people how i used to sign out when i was younger but i literally just like i think as an artist you just literally feel it i will have a vision of what i'm trying to portray you know with my photos i try to express sense like i, I try to express sensuality versus sexuality yes. 
So I will, I have a vision in mind and when I see it, you know, maybe like when, like the way an artist knows when their painting is done, they will just feel it. And so I'll go through, you know, like I'll take, I'll take, you know, dozens or hundreds of pictures and I'm like, that's the one. And that is kind of how I decide, um, you know, and like, I do try to have an aesthetic um, to my feed, you know, different different photos different lightings but it really is nothing more than just the way I feel about it all right so how do you pick but how do you pick the ones that you actually post on your tinder versus you know modeling photos like how do you how do you say you know I think I, I like this picture for a profile for my uh, my dating profile well, to be honest, on Tinder, it's a different game. I think people are more so like, I don't post my picture much just because I'm a private person. But for right. Tinder, I was just like, people want to see, um, they want to see the full package. So I chose some photos that I thought were like enigmatic. Like they, they gave you enough of me as a person, but definitely wanting to find out more and, you know, seeing, you know, like speaking to this person. So I think as women, um, you know, you just need to post something that people obviously find, you know, like visually appealing. Um, that really on Tinder, because, you know, most people don't actually read bios. They simply swipe through the photos. So I think that that is mostly it. You know, you just need to find something that's visually appealing and that makes you want to speak to the person. I, I've noticed also a lot of people, they do, and especially me, I respond to smiles, you know, versus um, versus like um, a serious photo because there's just something more, I don't know, just something more inviting about a smile. So I would say, um, even though I don't do it, like a smile and something that makes you want to speak to the person. Um, and for women, that's definitely just seeing the whole package okay i'm taking notes right now i definitely <laughs> have to smile more because i'm the type of person i want to look cool okay i'm just keeping it real so i don't <laughs> i notice a lot of people on tinder they don't smile they like straight scowl especially men and i'm just like what is this you know what i you know what? for me it's because i am such an inner introvert that when i see how you know now i'm definitely authentic but when i i'm not somebody that i date i'm not somebody that i get on these and all this stuff so i kind of emulate what other people are doing so it's like okay if i'm supposed to get on here and look serious and you know try to try to put on my sexy serious <laughs> <laughs> my little duck lips okay i gotta go ahead and uh and follow up on what they're doing but um yeah i'm taking notes over here so i should definitely smile because it's more impressionable okay and what what would be like three tips that you would give somebody who is actually looking to connect on a higher level like somebody who's ignorant just like me who wants to get um, you know, they, maybe they, maybe they recently broken up with somebody and they're not quite ready to do the full blown dating scene, but they do want to have a profile up and just, you know, see what kind of people they can attract to them. What would be like the top three tips you would give a woman? Okay. Um, I would say definitely read the bio. There are some people who look normal in their pictures and then in their bio, they will have a bunch of like 
I don't want this. I don't want this. Make sure you do this. And I'm like, already off the bat, you seem like you're too much. So <laughs> I know you've seen that, you know? I'm just like, is this, I have. Is this I'm an like, application yo. form or what? You know? like, I'm, so, like I'm thinking she's about to ask for my credit score yeah <laughs> you know like like make sure you're this I don't want none of this and I'm like oh, this reading this made me a little tired you have to make six figures and up this is what you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um read people's bios go through all the pictures especially as a woman you don't want to see a you know a beautiful really sweet pleasant looking woman and then on the third picture you'll see her and her man or her and her girlfriend like go through all of the pictures and, and that applies then, for you for you straight woman the opposite okay like if you see if you see some dude and don't just look at that first photo and swipe right okay like you need to look at all the photos to make sure he doesn't have a hidden plus one under there somewhere <laughs> yes because they really do be trying to sneak that in and then the last thing I would say is that I look up, oh my gosh, this, this is what I've been wanting to say. Don't just put pictures of your face. One of your picture of your face, like I'll go through four pictures and it's just your face. Like, I want to see a little bit of your personality. And like, you know, I do look at backgrounds and look at where you go, you know, what you do, whether you exercise or whether you like to hike, you know, like it lets me know a little bit more about you than just what you physically look like. So don't only post pictures of your face, post pictures of like you doing something, you know, whether you have like a great room and, you know, you have a great vibe in your room. I'd like to see that. It really does let me know something about you or whether you like to hike and you're an outdoorsy person and I'll see pictures of you in that environment. So it's not just you. Your picture is like sort of like a little glimpse into, you know, what you do in your life. So post pictures of you in your normal life, not just strictly of like who, you know, just your face or just your body. You know, I want to see you in your natural environment. Wow. You just taught me something. Because... <laughs> Now I'm going to have to go on my Tinder and make sure that I post photos of just me in my everyday life. You know, like I'm, I'm just one of those people where when I go and I do things, I don't really take a bunch of selfies, believe it or not. So it's like now I'm going to have to start taking more selfies when I go on my hikes because I do. I love to be outdoors. Um, just for my listeners, I just want to let everyone know that I am an outdoorsy person. <laughs> I like to be in nature, but yeah, I guess that does give it, uh, you know, you kind of get a glimpse of that person's life through the, their energy and what they partake in. So, I, you know, thanks for, for sharing because that's making me step my game up. Yeah, like a picture literally is a thousand words and you can convey, you know, to somebody, you know, a little bit more of who you are. You know, like if you are close with your family, like as a woman, especially when I see a man um, with pictures of like their nephews or their nieces, I'm like, okay, to some degree, this person is family oriented. And that, you know, is something that especially, you know, women care about. So it's just a glimpse of who you are and your life. I am learning. Thank you, Lord. I am <laughs> like for real, because I have not really had any success at all on Tinder. So now I'm going to go back and refresh my pictures and I'm going to try to, 
you know, show more of my life per se. You know, for for me, I just I've had a few stalkers in my life. So when you experience yeah. that, you kind of can put yourself in a box and and you don't really come out. So I'm still yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, listen, I don't need that too. You know, like I'm like, yo, I don't and and dealing with women. Women are crazy <laughs> and we are extremely smart. So I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I don't show any street signs. I don't show, you know, the park name that I'm at. I <laughs> That is so true though. <laughs> because we're so smart. Like <laughs> No, like women are the best detective. Like, you know what? I can tell by the position of the shadow what time it was, so I know you're lying. Like, oh, okay. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this person told me the other day, she's like, yeah, I knew where you were because your your story w- reveals where you are. I said, what? I had no idea. Like, <laughs> yup, yup, this is very, very true. You, you know, you especially, know so- <laughs> yeah, like if you choose to be a public person, you do have to um, be aware that people are looking and they are jotting, you know, mental notes down, so. I'm like, okay, so this is where she be on Friday, because we've seen this two weeks in a row. This is not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that's exactly it. That's actually a fourth tip that we just gave you guys off the dome, right? So if you are one of those people, like let's say you're a leader or you're a person, um, a public person per se, like make sure that your pictures, even though they they expose your life, make sure they don't necessarily pinpoint exactly where you are. Because if you are a rising star, you probably got some stalkers. Oh, for sure. You, there, there are people who absolutely survey and, you know, like surveillance versus support. Absolutely. Yes. We just talked about that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so definitely. Especially if you got a crazy ex. If you got a crazy ex, you know you can't be posting your location. So just be mindful of that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, no, you're telling me a story I know. Like, so I really, really do know. <laughs> like, yo, we have, and I'm sure so many women, that's a whole nother podcast. Like, what do you do in the event of an ex-stalker? We got we got to come back on here and do an episode on that. Because <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sure a lot of women would, you know, identify with that. You know, it's unfortunate, you know, and it's just, I feel like you never really know who somebody is until like after you break up, then it's like, okay, let me see. This person is really crazy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God. And they had me fooled for like six months. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) that's true. Like, like, who, who, who is this person actually? We got, we got award winning best actors and whatnot, but (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on here, Dr. Uh-oh. Is there anything that you want to say before we wrap this up? Um, I think, well, thank you so much for having me, first and foremost. And another thing I think I would just want to say is um, there is an aspect to Tinder where people do not take it, like, seriously. So don't, you know, um, have a reflection of who you are or your worth versus, you know, who you can match with and who takes you seriously. It really has become like shopping. So people have a flippant attitude toward it. So, you know, you are amazing. You are a hard worker. You know, if you are like none of none of how people view you on Tinder is an actual reflection of real life. So don't take it as such. 
you know what I couldn't say that better myself you know so that's why self-love is so important know who you are definitely know who you're dealing with qualify them whether you want them in your life let alone in your body okay if you don't want them in your dm <laughs> that's a sign to do not pass go <laughs> absolutely very well stated all right well i'm gonna wrap this up once again thank you for coming on here and to my listeners go ahead and follow dr uh-oh on Instagram. If you guys are following me, she is going to be one of the few people who I'm following and who is following me as well. So <laughs> that might be an easy way for you to find her. I am Bell Fit Radio is my Instagram handle. So if you guys do want to hop on there and follow me as well, I would love to have you. And with that said, I hope you guys are having an amazing day no matter what you are doing. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.